Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our summer sale, save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Enviar nota de voz al group chat. Buenos días. ¿Quieren desayuno de McDonald's? Gidget dice, eres la mejor. Un sausage McMuffin, please. Laura dice, sí, sausage McGriddles para mí. Ale dice, ya comí, pero me traes un hash browns. Love you. El mi colega favorita, tío. Llévate todos tus favoritos de desayuno como un sausage McMuffin por unos pocos dólares. Solo en el one, two, three dollar menu de McDonald's. Precios y participación pueden variar. No puede ser combinado con un combo meal. Another shout out here at the Riot. Uh, that's six points in two games going into a road game. Uh, Mike in the press conference wasn't super excited with the, the performance. What did you see from your, your, uh, Yeah, a couple times. He said the, the post game show with Dunny and Dunny. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, it was great. But yeah. Uh, this is one of those games where I think the previous experience of getting blown out or dropping points. Uh, from a time of inexperience and maybe immaturity from this group, pay dividends. These are the type of nights where I think very clearly Columbus could have walked away with a bare minimum one point. Uh, they created three really good chances in that first 45 minutes. And when things aren't just aren't going Caleb Porter and Columbus's way, it was, it was pretty evident that tonight was going to be a tough one. I give them credit because they never – they never turned over. They fought. They were antagonistic. They, they, they tried to get under the skin of not only Real Salt Lake, their fan base, and a certain announcer upstairs who's the color analyst for Real Salt Lake. Um, but overall, I think it was a massive three points uh, and back-to-back at home is an important statement and step forward for this club. So Mike was talking about how the team wasn't quite as sharp as he wanted them to be. Uh, but it, despite that, I feel like there was some pretty good performances turned in by Everton. Um, I think Natum had a pretty good performance before he went went out. Je, uh, Sam with his, you know, just running around circles around people. Uh, what kind of per, like individual performances did stuck out to you besides those ones? You know, every time I watch Everton, I just I I I have this man crush for the way that he plays the game, and I'm just so impressed with his athleticism, his intelligence. Uh, he winds people up, and I keep saying, "Man, I'm all here for the villains," and I I think he can play a villain as well as a hero. Uh, Dami was solid. Albert keeps finding the ball in dangerous spots in these last two games, higher up the field. And then Sam, you know, half opportunity. And, you know, what people won't understand is they'll say, okay, it's young center backs, right? It's criminal not to attack that ball. It's criminal not to get ahead to that ball and let it bounce. But by Sam running at them, it strikes the fear of God into them. And by the time that ball bounces, he's already anticipated the first touch with his head, then sets him up for the for the finish with the outside of his right foot. When you, when you watch on the replay, at first you just think he kind of laces it past him. When you watch it in slow-mo from behind the goal, you see he actually comes across it with his laces and puts spin on it to get away from Bendik and kind of kiss the inside of the post. So, um, yeah, I, I think that and the shutout collectively, it was uh, – they, they were pushed to the brink, they bent, or they were bending and they didn't break. And I think that's an important factor going ahead, just putting in context that Minnesota beats San Jose on the backside of San Jose beating LA, and there's significant more travel uh, and, uh, and just as much of a recovery time. So we'll see how both teams come out of this. Yeah, we've talked about um, 
getting matching up with a team at the right time and kind of like Columbus kind of fit in that San Jose at a certain point in the season would have fit there, but it looks like they have it there. You know, they're definitely in a different part of their season right now. Uh, taking this momentum, I guess they've got, you know, it's a tired legs. It's a three game week. Um, how do we keep this going? And what's, you know, what do you look to, what are you looking for in San Jose to get those three points? First and foremost, recovery uh, to see who's capable of being in contention for the starting 11. The depths of the, both squads will come into play because Matias Almeida started what I think is his strongest starting 11 at this point of the season. Um, and then ultimately, uh, you know, who, which guy grabs the opportunity with both hands? I think this will be less about target allocation money and designated players. Um, this is going to be about kind of the, the DNA of the locker room type guys, the guys like a, a Nick Beasler, uh, those type of players that are going to be called upon to put in performances. So, again, we'll we'll see what it looks like this weekend. But it's a it's a great opportunity for Real Salt Lake to take nine points out of three games and take a significant jump in the Western Conference. Thanks, Brian. Mike, back to back clean sheets, back to back wins. What are your thoughts on the match tonight? My thoughts on the match are it's. Um, Exactly what you just said are the other positives. Uh, six points in two games, four days apart. Um, two shutouts, six points. Uh, but like I said in the post game with Dunny and, and, and Dunny, um, is a compliment to my team. I expect, I know they could play a hell of a lot better. So great three points, great shutout, great grittiness to to, to keep the shutout and get the result. but. When we're at our best, it's it's far from what we were tonight, and again, that's a that's a compliment to my players, not an insult. Mike, um, the sentiment of of not of not having played as well as you want to, but still winning. That's you guys kind of said that the last game as well. Are you guys? Do you think that maybe right now you're kind of still they maybe as a team finding a way to win those games, even though you're not performing as well as you'd like? That's that's one of the most important things, you know. I mean, perhaps. My first year that I was here, parts of last year, a year or two before I was here, this team would have uh, would have not have gotten the result. So that's a positive, you know, the the mentality, the the, the grittiness, determination. Um, again, that that's very important when you're building a team and when you have a, a team that you want to accomplish things with. It's not always the tactics. It's not always the the beautiful play. It, it, it's getting a result, and and I think tonight we certainly did that, and parts of Saturday we did that especially in the midst of a very congested week, three games in eight days. How, how positive is it for you to have guys like Aaron who can slide to the left or the right, Marcelo can come in, not miss a beat, Brooks as well, just the, the depth that you have and guys know their roles at this point in the season? It's very important. You know, I mean, if you look at us on roster right now, healthy, we have two outside backs. That's it. You know, Brooks, I would consider an outside back hybrid slash uh, winger. Um, so that was, a f that was a necessary change tonight, and I thought Brooks stepped up. You know, I, I, I couldn't play. There's got to be a rotation with those, with just three outside backs. And I thought Brooks stepped up, and Aaron um, has the familiar, familiar hour. How do you say that word? Familiarity. Familiarity, yeah. Um, at playing on the left, even though it's not his natural. Uh, he played there last year, so I thought they did well. I thought they held it down, along with Natum and, and Justin defensively, again, and Nikki, of course, uh, to get this second shutout. And it's comforting to know that we could put someone like Brooks in, because he's familiar there, and uh, he could get the job done. Mike, the other change to the lineup was Corey Baird. How did you see Corey play, despite not having many minutes under his belt lately on the right-hand side? I thought, again, um, 
I think highly of Corey, um, as I do all my players. But I think it goes into what we said earlier. I, I just don't think we had a rhythm. Now I'm not speaking about Corey here. I'm thinking about the team. So when you ask about Corey, I thought Corey had some very good moments. I thought just like everybody else. And I thought Corey had some uh, not so great moments in the ball, just like everybody else on the field. I thought our passing tonight was very out of rhythm, um, not very clean. Uh, but we all go back to what we said earlier, is three points in the second shutout is important. So they found a way. Mike, do you think that Sam could have been a track runner in another career? <laughs> um, maybe he was. Maybe he was a track runner early in his life. but. Uh, He's deceptively fast, you know. When you when you look at him open up, it does, he doesn't. His gait, he doesn't have uh, quick steps. It's very long strides, and he just glides. So it was pretty cool to see that from the sideline. The long ball and him run past the two guys, and great finish. On that goal, um, Ramondo said that a uh, bit of a lucky bounce. Is that something you guys have practiced at all, like playing that far out of the back, or is that just well, I mean, a good clearance and Sam runs into? We've him? never practiced that play. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. But I have to be honest. You know, part of our DNA and part of um, my philosophy is we want to find the highest option under control. Now, you could argue maybe that wasn't so under control, the clearance, but the first look should always be the highest. And then you build back from there. If it's not on highest, when's the next progression to play? Um, so perhaps that's part of our, that they, they, they followed the philosophy and, and maybe that's what they did purposely. But because it was a long, great clearance and Sam timed it perfectly and got in front. Um, and put it away, it's a great finish. Not an easy finish. Mike, in, the, in maybe the first 30 minutes, did Columbus do anything particular that was making it difficult for you guys to kind of play out, or was it simply a matter of your just lack of sharpness on the passing, and then were adjustments made because you seemed to be better after about the f 30 minutes? Well, I mean, it's a twofold. I think part of it has to do on us, um, not being sharp, like you said, but also, I mean, Caleb's a good coach, you know? And I said it all week. Everybody kept talking about they, their results lately. You know, he's a very good coach, and he knows the game, and he had them set up in a way to disrupt us building out, you know? And, and he didn't sit back as much as I thought he would because a lot of teams coming in here at the altitude and especially three-game weeks, that's a difficult part is breaking down a deep block, which they did get to. But I thought that their pressure, stepping out, breaking lines, um, dictating at times where we were going to play through their pressure uh, was very good. Um, but then after it opened up a little bit, I think we were a bit sharper, especially in the second half. Um, but I also think it got a little bit too, <clears throat> got a little bit too um, back and forth. I mean, there were there were moments in this game that there was three or four transitions from box to box, you know, and it just became a really wide open game. Um, but we we got a bit sharper in the second half. Uh, I think we could have possessed it a bit more, the last 15 minutes in the attacking half to kind of kill the game off. But Three three points, one nothing. With a tight uh, table, just like always, when would you like to find the form you're looking for in your team? Is it, you know, tomorrow? I found, or, I, yeah. I found you know, we, we we found the form that I'm looking for this year, uh, many times over the last three years, many many times. But when we don't have that form. It gets ugly sometimes, you know? But again, we, we found a way tonight. We found a way to do it, and we found a way last game. I think we played better last game, but we found a way last game. So I, I don't want to be mistaken here, and, and please, you guys disagree with me. Let's make this an open conversation. Disagree with me if you don't agree with me. We have played some fantastic soccer at times over the last three years. Uh, so this is not something that I'm looking for the first time we're doing something. What I'm looking for is, is more consistency. 
you know, and that, again, that starts with the coaches. We, right, the first thing I went back after this game, I said, what are we not doing, you know, to get ready to, for our off-ball movement, for a sharp passing? What are we not doing? That's where it starts, you know? So I, it's not we're searching for it. These guys are capable, and that's why I said it's a compliment that I'm saying this, because they're, they're capable of so much more. But end result, we got three points, and we got a shutout. So I probably shouldn't be this, this down. Does anybody disagree with me that, that we haven't played some beautiful soccer over the last three years at, at some points? Please, speak now. Let's have a debate. Okay. Huh? No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Huh? Uh, do you have any un update on injuries to Sam and uh, Ned? No, I, I don't. Um, Sam was very, happened very quickly at halftime. Training staff came and said he has to come off. Um, something perhaps with his quad, but I haven't got a final answer. And uh, Nadam, I haven't got the final answer, but Nadam's not somebody that goes down unless he's, you know, something happened. Uh, so I'll, I'm sure we'll have that update tomorrow at the earliest, Friday the latest. Mike, how important is uh, Everton Louise setting the tone in the midfield? He seems to be flying around the ball night in and night out. Yeah, Everton, we bought him in for a reason, and, and we really researched him and, and identified he's a, he's a true number six, you know? He's not a guy, he's not a playmaker, you know? He, he's, I almost look at him as how I was as a center back, is that my job was to win the ball and get it to somebody who could make something happen, you know? And Everton does that. Uh, so he was big tonight. I thought that the reason why when we brought Sam out that we didn't, just didn't do a swap, perhaps for a Tate or push Corey up and bring Plata or Tate out wide uh, was because they started having a bit success centrally because he was sitting alone sometimes and really working. Uh, so we decided to bring Nick in to help him out. Um, but he was, he was big tonight, um, Everton. Mike, I think last week it might have been you touched on the players needing to have the confidence to play balls and play forward. I know that several times during the game we'll see a negative ball back, and your body language is kind of tells the story of what you think. But I'm curious, do you, I, is that balance there? Are they playing back too much? Do you, I mean, how do you get them to play more? How so your body language doesn't do that? Uh, I got to work on my body language because I, no, I agree with you. You know, I, I, I show it a little too much. Um, yeah, I was not happy tonight with the amount of times we played back, but I think we've played back um, a lot throughout this year, and. Initially, it's always on the guy with the ball, but when you look higher ahead, the things that we're identifying is who's moving into space, you know? And, and when they move into that space, if the ball doesn't come, how quickly are they moving out and somebody else then transitioning into that space? And so a lot of it, it's not just about the guy in the ball. Perhaps you could say most of it's not the guy in the ball. Um, it, it's the off-ball movement. But, you know, it's easy for me from the sideline to, to see it, and it's even... 10 times more easy when I go home and I could pause it, rewind, pause, and see the gaps that they could play into. I was a player. I, I, I know that when I go home and when I went home and looked at the videotape and said, damn, you know, I, I should have played that ball. It, it's a lot different in the moment when there's pressure coming from all over. So my point is, is I don't think we played through the lines enough tonight. I think we played back too much. And um, it's something that, yes, we have been pushing. And it's something that the reason why you probably saw my body language on the side of the field. Um, so we're going to continue to push that, that. we're going to continue to work on that uh, because I feel we do have players that are capable of playing through those lines and we have players ahead of them that are capable of recognizing where the space is. Nick, maybe, uh, maybe assess 
the group in front of you, back-to-back shutouts at, at home. What what was maybe different tonight than the Kansas City game, and then what did you like? Um, I think the Kansas City game, we're a lot, lot sharper as a team. Um, uh, I think the back line, again, um, the effort was there, the, the communication, uh, the grit and the fight uh, was there. Um, we weren't as sharp as uh, I think we, we should have been. Um, I think we might have a little, a little bit of uh, heavy legs with, with uh, having so many games this week. But um, to pull off that win and another shutout uh, shows something about this group. And, and um, uh, excited to get the shutout, obviously, but the, but the three points were most important. Nick, when, when Aaron sent that long ball to, to Sam and he was running after it, I mean, did it look from your vantage point that he was even going to get it, that the ball was going to get to Sam at all? Yeah, I told Aaron to hit it to Sam. No. <laughs> I just set away. Um, sometimes uh, you need lucky bounces like that um, to go your way. And, and uh, I think we, we all could say in that locker room we didn't have our best performance uh, tonight. But um, again, we, we fought. And, and um, you know, the, the bounce went, went our way on that play. And Sam um, you know, ran through it, did everything he can to, to put us up. On Saturday would be your 500th appearance. Does it, are you more concerned about what lays ahead than you know playing in 500 games? I'm not even thinking about that right now. I'm thinking about the win that, that uh, the boys put in, um, the three points that, that moves us up a little bit, and uh, um, you know preparing for, for that game now, I guess. You know? And I think when that, that game comes, if it's, if it's there, if it's the next game, um, it'll be a special moment for me. But uh, um, enjoying the, the three points and, and happy for the guys in, in the locker room. Are nights like this something you think about it all missing, you know, come next year or anything like that? Are you just savoring it all? Again, I'm not even, I'm taking it one game at a time. Um, I think we'll have a, a press conference once, um, you know, in the near future. But uh, again, it's one day at a time and, and one game at a time for me. And, and um, tonight, yes, I'm, I take it in. I take it anytime we could get three points in front of our fans in our stadium. Um, uh, and back to back wins is always good. So, Nick, you mentioned that. Um you feel like you guys weren't as sharp as you could have been. I think that was kind of the sentiment last game as well. Um, is this team maybe at this point kind of starting to find ways to win games where they're not sharp? Yeah, I think it showed the last two games. You know, it's up to us to, to continue that, that grit and fight and to find ways uh, to win or to tie. Um, two games isn't, um, you know, showing that we're a team that, that finds a way all the time. We have to continue to prove it. And um, the last two games, we, we did. So we have to continue that. We have to continue the fight. We have to... Um, know that we have a lot of, you know, tough games ahead. So, winning the games at home is important. And um, if we uh, weren't as sharp uh, the last two games and we still got the win, it, it shows something for uh, for this team. Nick, I know you said that you're focusing just on the win tonight, but um, what does two wins in, in a row do to the team's mindset heading on, on the road this weekend? It's great. Uh, good for the confidence. Um, I think the focus now is, uh, you know, getting our bodies back and our legs back. Uh, um, but um, two wins, six points at home in front of our fans is definitely a confidence booster. Nick, did they play in any way that maybe caught you guys by surprise in those first 30 minutes? It seemed you were having a tough time playing yeah. out. Yeah, we did. They, they were in a tight block. Um, anything we tried to play, um, we couldn't We couldn't advance. And, and I think halfway through, me and Ned were talking, of we, we just got to go direct. And, and we ended up getting some chances, um, you know, playing ugly and just hitting the ball forward and, and, and fighting for that second ball. And... Um, but, but credit to them, they, they were in good blocks. They ran. They knew when to pressure us. Um, we weren't sharp. Our movement wasn't as good um, as I think it should be. And, and we, we, we stress about every, every week. Um, but again, it, it's, it's a win. It's three points. And if we're not moving, 
um, and still getting three points, it, it's a good thing for tonight. Um, I, I think we have to be sharper in the future, and, and especially in, a, in San Jose, where, where they're um, a very good team and showing well the last several months. So uh, we got to be sharper. Our movement has to be better, and, and um, uh, again, we have to be, be strong in that back. Nick, uh, what do you think it is that Justin does on the field that kind of like affects the team as a whole? In in what regards, like in just defensively or in, in any in any regard that you can think um, of? F for me, Justin's a, still a young player, and I still a lot of room to grow. Um, I think he complements Ned well because Ned does give a lot of direction. Um, and so when you have two center backs on the same page, uh, it makes things easier. So uh, I, I think um, him complimenting uh, Ned, him complimenting any of the, the outside backs around that side, yeah, he does well. He listens. He's he's he understands the language. He's um, he'll fight for everything. He'll give everything he has. He, he's someone that knows um, and, and will put his hand up when, when things go wrong. Uh, but he's eager to learn, and, and uh, the kid won't stop fighting. We order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru, tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Thanks. We order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru, tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. and pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.